Hello and welcome to another episode of Best Friends with Benefits, where we give you a benefit every week. I am- And when we our outfits match every week and we don't <laughs> talk about it. We don't coordinate. I'm Noni. I'm Kristen. And today I'm really excited. And I have a feeling, Kristen, this is going to be a part one because I'm going to keep thinking of new things. But today we are talking about all the things we learned the hard way, like what we wish we would have known when we were younger. And I am a strong, strong advocate for, I don't believe in mistakes, right? This is not stuff I would go back and like change because I feel like all of these mistakes made us the women that we are. But as I was looking at our analytics, a lot of our listeners and viewers are very young. So we're going to play the big sister and bestow these lessons today. So Kristen, what what is your first thing that you wish you would have known when you were younger? I wish I would have known how beautiful I was. Like I look back at pictures where I am like, oh my God, wow. Like my skin was so perfect and my like plump and my hair was so shiny and like I I, back then I just thought it was so awkward looking and ugly and like I just didn't like myself but then I look back at old pictures and I'm like oh my god like I was so thin and like good and like wow like I just sabotaged myself so much because I didn't think I was good enough or pretty enough or anything like that so I wish I would have just known, like owned and I just kind of just wish I would have, I was more confident. That is so good. And I think I completely agree for me, definitely not appreciating the space that my body was in. I never liked my body. It was just like, oh, I don't have a six pack or I don't have this. I look back now. I'm just like, girl. (laughs) If I would have had the confidence back then and really appreciated what I had. So most of you that are nitpicking about things and we didn't even have social media to compare ourselves and this like new everybody's perfect on the Instagram. So imagine now young people like looking and comparing themselves. You are amazing. Don't forget. Um, My other thing in that realm. So my my first thing that I would say is don't be shy. I was so painfully shy growing up. And I think it's because in elementary school, especially, I changed schools every year. I was between my mom and my dad. So I have a new school. Just when I was starting to make a friend, I had to move school. So that whole thing of like, just walking up to people, I was so bad at. And this is why I gravitate towards you, Chris, because you can make a friend on a bus and a line at, at uh, Costco or wherever. <laughs> you make sure that um, you're really good at that. And and when I was younger, I was just so, so shy. I'd be so afraid to like walk up to people. And that translated to, you know, my earlier years in my career, even of going to networks, like it would just give me so much anxiety to think about going to a networking party and it's just like, well, what do I say? And who am I to walk up to anyone? And I'm just like, now I don't have that, but it's just like, imagine getting rid of any of that fear, any of that, who am I to walk up to such and such when uh, everybody's, we're just all the same playing field. We're all people. 
at a certain point, that person you're walking up to, they had to walk up to somebody as well to network. So it's just like removing all of that barrier and just going for it. Don't be shy. It's not worth it. Oh my God. That's so funny because I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I was actually painfully shy growing up too. Like painfully shy, so shy. Um, and that was something that I just had to develop. And I think it was, I think it happened mostly with like acting and acting classes and being on stage and taking like, remember I took like improv classes, but I used to be actually really, 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 really shy too. And I would actually turn like beet red. Um, I would get like these hives um, in college and stuff when I had to do public speaking classes and stuff. I was really, really shy. So I definitely get that. And um, I wish I wouldn't have done that either. I wish I wouldn't have been shy. I would definitely tell myself that there's nothing to be, like you said, there's nothing to be afraid of. Everyone mm -hmm. is probably afraid of us too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so the next one that I have, credit. Your credit is important. You know how many times I had in my head, because you know, dreams of being famous and all this, and I'm going to be rich. So my whole thing is, I'm going to be rich. I don't need no credit. Child, you need credit. Even rich people use credit. So mind your credit. When I walked in my freshman year in college, the first thing I saw was a table to sign up for a credit card. You could put stuff on a credit card and pay for it later. Mind your credit. Take care of it. It is very valuable, whether you think that you're going to be making buckets of money or you're just going to have a day-to-day -day nine to five. Credit is very important. Um, it's, it's how you can basically get anything that you want if you have good credit, but it's also how, unfortunately, people quantify who you are as a person when you're trying to get a house, when you're trying to get a car, when you're trying to da 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 they don't see that you're, you know, you're a nice person and you like help your grandma out. They're just looking at your credit score. So mind your credit score. Yeah, that's so funny too, because did you know that there's actually no such thing as a credit score in Europe? No, I didn't. Yeah, it doesn't exist. <laughs> and I didn't know that because I actually, like you said, I make friends with everyone. I made friends with this French girl in um, a restaurant and she's, um, she's so sweet. She's actually a makeup artist. And we had lunch the other day and we were talking about like credit and all this. And she's like, yeah, it doesn't exist in Paris. Like they're, they don't base it anything off credit score. Like it doesn't exist. I was like, what? Well, I know when I was there, I'm like, oh, this is a place I could live. <laughs> so putting that in the back of my mind. Yeah. What's your next one, Chris? Mine is saving money. Like I started working when I was, I don't know, like 12 years old. I had like my first babysitting job and I just made, I started making money very early on. And then I worked at Hallmark and I worked at the Gap. Of course I worked at the Gap. And like all of, you know, these jobs throughout college and everything, like I was always working, but I'm thinking like, wow, if I would have just saved all that money from when I was 13 and like I'm 40 now, like probably be a millionaire. Like, I just wish I would have been more conscious about how to save, like be savvy about it. I had no idea. And you talk about credit. Like I was the one who was like, 
getting all the credit cards. And I was like, yay, like free money. And then I messed up my credit and then, you know, working on building it again. It's like, it's just so, no, there should be more lessons like that in school because we don't have that kind of lessons about saving money, spending money in your finances. And it is so important. Like you said, it, it, it gives you your well being and like, how your people look at you and all of that. That's such a so. good point too. Cause I remember taking economics and it's so abstract. Like there should be an economics, like a leg of it that really teaches you about personal finance and the best ways to manage it. What does like, what's a good interest rate? What's a bad interest rate? What's a good kind of loan? What's a bad kind it's of all, loan? Yeah. It's just so, yeah, that's such and, a great point. And they prey on people that don't understand it. They're just like, oh, look, you get all these free coupons and all this stuff. Meanwhile, the interest rate is like 26% and you're like, never ever paying that credit card off until you're dead. Like, the rest it's of your just so confusing and it doesn't make sense for some people. They just don't, you know, and when you're young, obviously you don't know these things. Mm -hmm. So, so good. So another one of my things is do not make long-term decisions based off of short-term situations. I'll bring one particular one up. I had a chance to be in a short film and it was a little bit of a sexy role, a little bad being my underwear. Um, and I was in my 20s. That would have been a beautiful sight to have that uh, <laughs> memorialized. <laughs> but I didn't, immortalized. I didn't want my boyfriend at the time to be upset. Meanwhile, that's like, I don't know how many boyfriends ago, child. So it's like, who knows what could have happened if I would have taken that and then springboard into something else or like discover my love for acting and blah, 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 blah. So just make sure, guys, if it's a... If it is a decision that you can take the leap on that can potentially change your life and the reason for it isn't something that's so, like he was not my husband or anything like that, just make sure you're minding and making sure that you're not making long-term decisions that could change your life on short-term situations. Yeah. Short-term, like, oh, I got this opportunity, but... Maybe I don't have enough money for it. And blah, 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 blah. You want to look at those things for sure. What did you have? I've definitely done that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. When I was younger, I didn't take risks. Like, I feel like that it linked back to my insecurities or I'm not good enough or I can't do it. I just wish I would have pushed myself more and stayed in the game of like all, I mean, I was a dancer, I was a singer, I was like auditioning for off Broadway and all that stuff. And I just kind of like gave up and I kind of did it around the same reason with like, I was dating a guy who like didn't want me doing all these things and oh. it was a bad, bad decision. And like you throw away your chance of like, because most of it is like, if you're not taking risks and staying in the game, mm -hmm. then you're not 
you, you'll have no chance of winning right. the game of whatever you're playing. Right. Mm-hmm. So I definitely regret, and I wish I would have definitely stayed in that whole world more um, yeah. and went on more auditions and things like that. Yep. Well, it's good that uh, you don't have to not do it now, Kristen. You could always. That's go- true. Very true. And you have 10 times more confidence than you did. So imagine. 10 times. 100 million so, times. So another big one, and I know I am guilty of this when we were first starting to date and you're like in relationships and no, I love you and da 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 da. Your relationships do not have to be so dramatic. And to me, <laughs> in my mind, I'm learning relationships. You know, I've, my parents were not, they were never together. So I always saw that as a tumultuous relationship. But then even in movies, as you're examining them, you know, it's always so dramatic. It's all, and then you kind of take that on like, well, if it's really love, it has to be that dramatic. It has to be, if I can't be with you, nobody can. Ah! Like, it does not have to be that dramatic. Or if you look at a lot of the movies that we grew up with, like John Hughes movies, looking at The Breakfast Club and how Judd Nelson treated Molly Ringwald in that. Like he was a total joke jerk to her the whole entire movie. And then all of a sudden they were together at the end. Like why are bad boys so glorified still to this day? You're seeing in the Netflix teenage movies and like the bad boys always mysterious or a little bit of a jerk. And then they get the nice girl. Like it's just, it's just a weird dynamic that Hollywood pushes, but I would caution us, caution us relationships. They do not have to be that dramatic. Nice guys. They can be just as passionate. So don't learn your relationships from movies. Yeah, definitely. Well, I always think of the sex in the city too. Like I was so, I glorified that relationship, like the Carrie and Big relationship. And it is like we talked about in a prior episode, like it is the most toxic. Like he is a fuck boy. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't uh-huh. call her. He just like dates other people. He like just doesn't show up for things. And like it's like this tumultuous, like anxiety relationship. Mm-hmm. But you think that that's true love when in fact, when in fact, it's just anxiety. It's just like mm-hmm. the feeling of anxiety because you don't know how, who you're going to get and what it's going to be. Um, and I definitely think that I was in the same position too. Like I, my parents got divorced when I was 13 and you know, I didn't know, I didn't have like a father figure. I didn't know what it's supposed to be like. I didn't know um, how a healthy relationship goes. And I think, you know, a lot of it is trial and error. I mean, you date, you go through, I've been in long-term relationships and you start to see the patterns of like, oh, wow, I was just attracted to this person because they were really bad for me. And I thought it was like, this is what it's supposed to be. Um, And then you start to learn yourself and you realize, you know, when it's taken away from you, it's a good thing. It's taken away from you. And it's like, because it doesn't have any integrity. Then you finally meet someone who you're constantly growing into the person that you say that you're going to be and the woman that you want to be or the person you want to be. And you're, it's not that it's not challenging. Like we talked about on our last um, episode, but it's like, there's a, 
there's a balance. Like it's like you said, it shouldn't be like that dramatic and toxic and like you complete me and I can't live without you. It's like that doesn't that's not a healthy relationship. It's not healthy. And it's almost more dramatic and like, oh, that's the more that he loves me. It's not no. Not healthy ladies and gentlemen. Mm -mm. It should be your best friend. Like, I'm really clear about that. Like, you should marry someone who you can relate to as, like, your friend rather than, like, this crazy-ass, scary situation. So good. Oh, it's so good. And it's so funny that you say that, too. Um, And that's a whole other lesson. Like, you should absolutely be best friends with the person that you are in love with. They should be your favorite person to hang out with. And that's outside of the bedroom. Yes, there'll be a lot of passion inside the bedroom, but y'all got to have some gosh darn stuff to talk about when you're not in and the laugh. You have to have things to laugh about, common interests. And even if it's not common interest, they're excited and interested in what you have going on. Be careful about relationships that are rooted in just nothing but passion and like sex. There's got to be something outside of that if you want to sustain a relationship and being a best friend with that person. That's the secret sauce. It is. So I have a prop for my next one. Okay. Really great lesson. This is for the uh, ladies out there. And uh, if you're listening to this, going to have to watch the visual. But this? No! (laughs) I'm holding up a lacy, really thin G-string underwear. Your gina does not like this. Not good for your pH balance. I don't know why I still have it. cuts it. up in your crotch. It cuts up in your crotch. The material. That's why I don't wear underwear at all. Ever. Yes, Kristen uh. doesn't wear underwear at all. But if you opt to wear underwear, make it <laughs> cotton. Okay? Cotton is breathable. Panky pankies. Panky pankies. Maybe, you know, a bright color. But, you know, you're growing a lot into your own. You don't want to mess with that. I would strongly advise against the lacy thong. You know, they have this place. You playing a little dress up and it's just a little moment, but not all day. Not all day. Don't do it. No, it should only be on <laughs> on special occasions, but not all 20. day. Not all day. No, um, special occasions, that's it. <laughs> not all day. No. Um, I think I think that's it. So if you guys have any I'd love to hear from you on things that you have learned. What are your biggest life lessons that you've learned um, either the hard way or a lesson that somebody told you and you followed and it worked for you? Probably do a part two on this because I can imagine I'm going to come up with a million after this. Um, But these are the things that we learn. And to our little sisters out there, um, brothers out there that are listening, um, please do continue. Make sure you send us any suggestions, things you want us to talk about here on Best Friends with Benefits. Every episode is a new benefit. The benefit of wishing that you knew some things when you were little and now you're big. (laughs) Genius. 
and the snort.